Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me on Everything's Interesting with Jesse Mogul. Now, this is going to be an episode about patience because I've noticed that mine have been tried so much recently that it's something that most people need to focus a little bit upon because I said on there instead of about. <laughs> um, here's the thing about patience. They say it's a virtue and all that. And a lot of the times when you're about ready to lose your patience, what it really comes down to is, is getting upset about the particular situation going to help resolve it in any way, shape, or form more efficiently or to the way that you would like. So recently I had issues with my new car and the windshield that it came with. Apparently CarMax did something to cover it up, made it look like it wasn't damaged, but it was. And there's this little tiny star. I call it a starfish. Don't really know the technical term. Uh, so clearly now I'm supposed to be mad and furious about this. And if they will refuse to fix it, that's $400 out of my pocket. Not really in the mood to pay for that. Then on top of that, yesterday I get a phone call from one of my old healthcare providers my, before I switched to Kaiser saying that I still owed money on a bill that I had been previously told had, was paid off when I made a payment on January 24th. So that infuriated me and it really set my entire day off in the wrong direction. And then I go to the car place today to have my, to have this little chip in the windshield fixed. And they tell me that it's been there for at least two weeks, probably a month and had been shoddily fixed so that they could sell me the car. Now, these are just a couple of the, examples that I have from most recent um, help just get in your car in Los Angeles and watch the way that people go through crosswalks will make you freak out like it's like hey let's all be cool and walk really slow so everyone has to stop what they're doing and pay attention to us it's this city will try your patience every city will try your patience your children will try your patience every single moment of the day has a, is an opportunity to try your patience <laughs> very rarely do things just go the smooth as they're supposed to? Um, so let's discuss that a little bit because you have to start going into things that try your patience with a rational mindset. Um, first and foremost, the likelihood that if something's trying your patience that you're already in a rational headspace is very rare. And it's something that you need to as quickly as possible fix. And one of my favorite ways for that is to just Take a few deep breaths, which I know could be a little bit weird for you when you're, when you're in a, about ready to go into a fit of rage, but just hear me out on this. You have to take a few deep breaths. Do the old standard of counting to 10, whatever it takes to just calm yourself down for a moment and ask yourself, will getting angry at the operator on the other end of the phone, will calling up CarMax and yelling at them make them want to help you anymore? When I when I popped off at the collection woman yesterday about it, when she's like, you know, do you have records of your payments? I'm like, how would I have records of those? First of all, I'm not even at my house. And second of all, I thought I didn't even need to think about this anymore. And she immediately was like, okay, sir, no need to yell at me. Cause look, she's got a job. I highly doubt that that woman fell asleep at night as a child thinking, I can't wait till I get older so I can be a collections agency woman and call people up and tell them that they owe money. Like that's not what she wanted for her life. And, you know, how the, there's one thing that I think would make a lot of people live in this world a lot easier. And it's what the way I've always looked at the way people pay their bills. One, respect how you pay your bills and respect how other people pay theirs. And really, if you just go into life with that attitude, you'll treat everybody a lot better because the person collecting on the other end of the phone or the car sex, 
Carfax salesman, or like on the Carfax, CarMax salesman, the CarMax service person, like, they probably don't mean to do any wrong. There's probably a protocol put in place that they really have no control over. And they're just trying to maintain, you know, whatever, a vestibule of happiness at their job. So they don't go in and just start slamming stuff and going postal. That's those are the kind of people that go postal, the ones that don't just count to 10 and say, you know, is how angry I am at my boss really that big of a deal? Like, there's other jobs. There's other things I could go do. Let's not put every single thing, uh, let's not put the onus of my bad life on that boss because I'm not content or I'm not happy right now. So, you know, you've taken some deep breaths, you've counted to 10. When it comes to patience, what's most important is to remember that if you handle it with care, if you really think about your actions when you first start to get angry and calm yourself down, there's a very, very good chance. Let's go with 83% because you know what? Barney Stinson's always been a part of me. Um, there's 83% chance that the situation will end up alleviating itself into a positive outcome for you. But if you freak out and if you lose your mind, you start yelling at people, you start getting angry with yourself, especially if you're behind the wheel of a car or you're operating heavy machinery or you're, you're in the kitchen and you happen to have a knife in your hand, like, you know, you might chop your finger up a little bit. You know, you might do something stupid behind the wheel of a car that causes you to accelerate when you should not. And now you've caused an accident. Think about what happens if you don't stay patient. There's been a, there was one time in particular, I remember in college where a girlfriend at the time, my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend, he was a wackadoodle and one of those people who could just not let things go. And he came around and tried to start a fight with me and I was intoxicated. And I remember him standing at the top of the stairs and he was egging me on to kick him and he was holding on to the railings. Now I kicked this kid, he's going down the stairs and the damage I could have caused to him, who knows? Who knows? Uh, and the reason I knew to stop myself from acting the fool and acting violent right there was because one time previously, always going back to another little experience, I had been driving a 300ZX. A woman in a RAV4 wouldn't let me into a lane at a stoplight. She probably didn't even see that I wanted to get into her lane. So I accelerated behind her, cut around her, and then slammed on my brakes. I caused an accident. It was one of the most foolish things I've ever done in my entire life. And it was right then and there at that moment, I realized that I can never allow my temper to go through the roof to the point where I put somebody else's life in danger. Um, right then and there, I also realized that road rage was stupid. Although there was one other instance in my life where I got a little angry and I slammed down on the gas pedal and that's how that 300 ZX left my life. So, what I'm trying to say here is, is if you have to call upon old experiences, make sure that you call upon those that really affected you. Like look back and think, where are some instances where having a short fuse, where not showing patience have caused me detriment? Because it shouldn't be hard for any of us to look back and think, should I have yelled at the kids? Well, now there's now we're now we're slamming doors. Now we're all apologizing. I think one of the craziest things is that kid does something wrong or your 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 significant other or somebody in your family or one of your friends they do something wrong that upsets you but then your response is so the wrong kind of response you end up being the one to apologize and not that we're playing a game here of who's better than who but if the other person owed you over an apology and then you go off half cocked and freak out on them 
now you've lost that apology and now you're the one making an apology and whatever it is that they did that hurts your feelings is going to be lost in the fray of your response, their response, and the subsequent apologies that have to come about because of said response. Whereas if you did just breathe and said, okay, you know, how important is this really? Okay, yes, you broke one of my favorite plates or you, you bent something that shouldn't have been bent and now it's damaged for good. Yes, of course, these things are not awesome. And it might've been something that you held dear or you know, it could be the windshield of your brand new you know, used car that you've been saving up for for years. But freaking out and going off half cock, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't do anyone any good. And in the end, you probably don't end up getting the response you want or the clarification or just having that entire situation be resolved the way that you ultimately want because you've allowed anger and emotion to cloud your judgment. You've, been, you've upset the other person. Now they don't want to help. They don't want to be a part of the solution. They just want to say, screw you, buddy. I'm going home. Um, you know, much in the way that I treated the hospitals I talked to yesterday. Like, I'm making them go back and find tons of records of all the bills that I paid. I know for a fact none of that's going to come back correct. It's not going to mean that I still don't owe $262. The person in January made a mistake, told me I didn't owe that $262. I paid $287, thought I was done, but I'm not. And that's okay. That, uh, that's a bummer. Uh, but it was for services rendered. I'll pay the money. They'll be out of my life. I'll be officially done with all that. Uh, so, but I'm making these people jump through hoops on their end just out of what? Out of some abject spite because they they ruined my day and I spent four hours on the phone with them. So when it comes to patience and it comes to spite and it comes to just emotion being involved with things, you have to step back and ask yourself, is how I'm feeling rational? Is what was destroyed or is what was damaged or is the action that this person, t that this person took so heinous that I need to freak out up the energy level on all of this to the point where there is no coming back and now there's apologies or there's anger and resentment that cannot be resolved? Or can I just stop and think, okay, how much is this really going to upset me? How much is this really going to ruin the rest of my life? Now, yes, there are certainly things that happen in life, you know, where being angry or being hurt or having it actually change your life is something that, you know, that's that's a whole different story. I'm not talking about your next door neighbor coming over and letting your dog out and they get hit by a car in the road. I mean, that's something that will change your life. Um, that's something that even then screaming and hollering at this person for doing that, if they didn't mean to, is, is it's, it's, it's irrational. I've done this to a person I know. I, I accidentally put the put the dog on this hook in the backyard. He freed himself. He ran around the house, and I came around the house just in time to watch a car hit him. And the person didn't scream and didn't yell. Um, yes, there was a period of, of resentment there where we both had to heal from what what happened. Um, but ultimately, cool head cool heads prevailed, and that's what you need to think of when you go into these situations. And this is what I found interesting is that as soon as I calm myself down and just breathe and see it from a rational perspective, I realize that yes, if they, CarMax doesn't want to fix this windshield and makes it a big hassle, it's $400. And it's not $400 that I'm in a position to spend right now. Uh, there's a lot of different things that can make you upset at that moment. But if you don't calm yourself down as quickly as possible, think about what it is that just happened. 
and how much it's really going to affect your life if you just re react to it in a proper way versus half-cocked and angry way, I think a lot of us would be in a better position. A lot of things are started because we're not even seeing, we're not even playing the movie to its credits. You know, I recently quit drinking and it's been a really big deal for me. And one of the things that we talk about a lot in the, in the meetings I go to are play it out to its credits. You know, you think, oh, I can have one drink. What's one drink? Well, play that out to its credits where you come two, three days later and you've had 70 drinks or that night you've had 12 drinks and you, and you drove that night thinking you wouldn't drink and now you're behind the wheel of your car. Like play things out to the credits. If this person upset me, if this event is not happening the way I want it to, is yelling and getting angry at the person going to make it any better? Or is talking to them like a rational adult, being polite to them, going to cause them to want to help me more? You guys ever been to a party where the host or the party planner is having meltdowns right and left? We've all heard about that, you know, that bridezilla comment on brides on their wedding day. People will say to their face, I'm here to support you and I love you and I care about your feelings and what can we do to make this better? But in the background, they're going, oh, what a bitch. And it leaves people with a bad taste of that event where if you were calm and just went around and, and simply asked people, look, this is important to me. Please do anything in your power to make sure that today it goes off without a hitch and you do it from a place of love instead of fear, you're going to get a much better response. People are going to want to help you. Whereas if you come at them with fear, they're going to, they'll be willing to help to a certain extent. And once they immediately, once they get a roadblock that they think is significant enough to be able to call it a day on whatever task you sent them off to do, they're going to do that. They're going to say, okay, I'm good. I'm done here because you know what? That person's been whacked to me about this anyways. And I don't honestly even care about their happiness anymore. I just care that I don't strangle them before this event's over. So think about that. When you're going to get angry, stop, breathe, count to 10, count to sheep, rattle off all the state capitals. Think about a happy time when you were at an amusement park on a roller coaster or when you were, you know, go to your happy place where whether it be a beach or a mountain, whatever it be. Just stop. If you have to, just tell the person, just give me a second and just turn around and walk out of the room. Go meditate for five minutes. Just go have happy thoughts for five minutes. Um, hopefully that five minutes that I'm, I'm speaking about isn't you going into the kitchen and smashing plates or going outside and, and stomping all over your flowers. I mean, do something that's beneficial so that when you come down from this adrenaline rush of anger that you put yourself on because you went into the situation irrationally, that you don't look back and go, oh, great, now what have I done? Think about that person who um, maybe they get upset because their computer won't do what they want, so they start slamming their mouse. They start, they, they, they start whacking on the keyboard keys really hard, or they like slam the cover of their computer, and now they broke the mouse, they broke the computer. Heaven forbid they even do some damage to the actual computer itself. And then five, 10, 20, an hour later, whatever, however long it takes for that time to go where they calm down, now they have to deal with the repercussions of their anger on top of whatever actually angered them, which is just going to further fuel that resentment they have towards that situation. And it's like, you just made your life, you know, a series of events later, more annoying and more stressful and less efficient because you didn't handle that situation correct. We all have that moment. We all have something we can look back on and say, I know for a fact I did not handle that right. When those moments happen, you have to stop 
and after it, not maybe not necessarily then maybe you don't have this five second rule then maybe you don't have the breathing idea then but you have it now and so you, if in the future these come up where you look back on some of those other events ask yourself well how did my reaction cause the situation to spiral further out of control than it needed to and how did whatever i did after that affect make that one particular situation last way longer than it should have because I broke my computer or I yelled the wrong words at my loved one or I screamed at my children or I cussed out CarMax because you'll find that whatever you did in your response is going to be a direct reflection of how long it takes for that event that first upsets you to ultimately just go away. Your schedule comes out of work and sometimes that ha that's what happens for me. I mean, a couple of different, I got a lot of irons in the fire in LA and I'm usually my own boss, but there's a couple jobs I have where I'm not. And if the boss comes out and says, you got to work on this particular day, I've gotten mad and I've gotten upset and I've sent text messages and started a huge fracas. And then like an hour or two later, I realized, oh, actually that works out really good in my schedule. I'm much happier I have that day off. Or actually that means I can go to the gym because instead of coming in at 6 a.m., I don't have to come in until 8 a.m. Like, just stop and just let the situation play out to the credits and let's see if it's really worth being that upset about. Most of the time, let's go with 83% of the time, it's not going to be worth getting upset about. And there's other 17% of the time still not worth getting upset about. Just stop yourself. Think about, is this rational, the way I'm reacting? Walk away, take some deep breaths, count to 10, come back at it, figure out how you can solve the situation so that it can go away as quickly as possible. The best thing about people walking slowly in the crosswalks is... Eventually they do cross the crosswalk and I get to hit the gas pedal and I get to go. By the time I've made it 150 feet, I don't even remember that person anymore. And be careful with your horn because one day somebody's going to do something to you that you're going to honk at them at. And then later on that day, you're going to do the same maneuver. Do you really want somebody laying on the horn for what you just did? So remember, turnabout's fair play. You're going to get upset about something. Somebody else is going to get upset about you because none of us are perfect. All right? If the universe couldn't make perfect, why do we think we can so that's it. That's my everything's interesting. I know I normally like to rattle on about articles that I read that are awesome, but my patience has been tested lately, as all of our patients eventually get tested. So think about what's going on around you. It is that rational. Use that word, rational. Most of the time, going on Facebook and leaving some 500-word diatribe about why somebody posted something about a politician you like or dislike and trying to counter-argue that, what does that do? You've just created more stress, more anger. Just if you don't like it when you see it, just go buy it. Just go buy it. Just keep scrolling or change the channel or walk away from the person. You're not meant to like everything around you. We don't live in a bubble. Things aren't perfect. The world is essentially chaos surrounding you and we're, we're just the humans who try to add put dates on things and put times on things and name things just so that we can have some sort of sense of the chaos all right so that's all i have to say about that i hope you've enjoyed this podcast of everything entering i almost made it through an entire time without uh barbling the end barbling so anyways, I've lasted 20 minutes. My goal was not to go that long. So I hope you've had the patience to stick around to the end. As always, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Jesse Mogul. Why don't you go ahead and like this, follow this, share this, love me, love me, <laughs> that you love me. 
Okay. I hope that was good for you. It was good for me. As always, thank you for joining me on Everything's Interesting with Jesse Mogul. And remember, everything is interesting with Jesse Mogul. Take care, y'all. See you again soon.